Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 2, Episode 13, The Stan Who Came to Dinner. And he didn't just come for dinner. No, he didn't. He came for three months. That's a lot of dinners. What a gross man. I know. What Mm. a user. I know. What a user. Mm. It's like loser, but for users. Yeah. What? (laughs) I don't know. Okay, well, maybe we should get educated. Um, Here's some adult education. The description of this episode is, Stan takes advantage of the girl's hospitality while recovering from heart surgery. Ooh. Yeah, that's a, yeah, not wrong. That that Uh, is what it is? It it is. Not really mentioning the twins, but that's okay. That was, I, I thought that was a bigger plot than it was. The twin plot. Well, it does kind of overlap. It seems yeah. bigger, maybe, because it overlaps with the Stan plot yeah. a couple times. more Not just one time, but, like, a couple times. Maybe that's right. why. Maybe so. Um, yeah. So, the guest stars on this episode were Herb Edelman as Stanley Zbornak, Rob Sable as Bob, and o- Odile Sabe as Sab, sorry, as Bob. So, we have Rob and Bob. And then Steve Kramer as Dr. Steven Deutsch. Dutch? Sorry. I think I it's know. Deutsch. Deutsch. Uh, and then Mario Machado as the sportscaster. All right. Mm-hmm. You know, something interesting is, um, you know, one of the interesting things about me. No, um, one of the... So I went onto a Golden Girls Facebook group a while back. I forget mm-hmm. where and when, but they were talking about the worst actors on the series. And apparently, oh, like, no. Rob, I saw, like, Rob and Bob mentioned several times. Yeah, they're kind of just, like, they're pretty stiff. Yes. Yes, they are. I think this is their only acting credit, though. So yeah, I don't maybe think they, they were really... are, like, friends of friends or something. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um... Someone on the Facebook page speculated maybe they were, um, like, like, contest winners or something. Mmm. Interesting. My thought, my thought was that this is a very specific role. Like, there has to be two. There have to be identical. They have to be twins. And they have to be around this age, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, it's kind of, <clears throat> you see a lot of kid shot. twins, but not like, you know, maybe they just did what they could. Yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of, you mentioned um, game shows. Um, I was just watching the E.T. special of Betty White. And, you, you know, cried my eyes out, of course. And um, As you do. That's how she met her husband. I didn't realize how much, and you can kind of tell with some of the Golden Girls episodes, she had a love for game shows. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously that's how she met her husband on Password. But... It was just, it just kind of tied everything together for me. Like, some of the guest stars or, like, some of the people that were mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that one episode where they were prostitutes. Um, yeah. Where they mentioned that one guy. Um, 
they were friends from Charles game Nelson shows. Riley. Yeah, Charles Nelson yeah. Riley. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't realize how much she lo- loved game shows. Like she had, she was on quite a few. Yeah, yeah, and they she met, do like. Um, she met I Love Lucy. Um, Lucy Ball, like on a game show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't think realize game all shows that. seemed to be more of a pop culture thing at the time. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. see people seem to really be invested. Not that they're yeah. not now, because there are game shows where we're invested in. But yeah. like, it was a very big deal. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty cool. That's a cool piece of culture there. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like that's so like, um, you know, brings the families together and pretty. I think it's pretty cool for the time period. Yeah, girl. But, um, yeah. yeah, I I I can I can appreciate that. I feel like game shows aren't as big of a deal anymore, but I like how they incorporated them into the Golden Girls when they could, Mm -hmm. like with Grab That Dough or the Jeopardy episode. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, have you been watching Jeopardy? No. Oh my gosh. Well, Amy, I don't know her last name. I just know her as Amy. Amy from The Big Bang Theory. No, no, no. Um, A contestant just beat a new record. Um, Oh, the 40 games yes she was amazing sam and i watched her for like we watched her just for two weeks so she was on there for months and she made like over a million dollars maybe over two million dollars but she was so good yeah that's amazing what did she do what was her job uh i don't remember but she was just really good really sweet um very talented nice yeah all right, let's get back to the episode. Sorry. <laughs> that was... All right. Yeah. So this episode aired on January 10th, 1987. You're nice. And on this day, um, Marion Hutton passed away, and she was an American singer and actress. She is best remembered for her singing with the Glenn Miller Orchestra, which I thought hey. was a good Golden Girls connection there. Obviously. Yes, we are I Glenn wonder Miller if she fans. was a part of the search party. <laughs> Maybe. Um, and then the Stepfather movie starring Terry O'Quinn was big at the time. Um, a big song of the time was Robbie Neville's C'est La Vie, which I... Not... It was a... That's not the... No, that is a 90s song. <laughs> okay, I thought like, so. Late but... 90s song. Even maybe Say 2K. Yeah, no, not that song. Um, and then on the Time magazine, it was um, Woman of the Year, January 5th, 1987, and it was Cor- Corazon Aquino, and sorry if I mispronounced her name, but she was the first female president of the Philippines. Wow. And she was a huge, um, she just did a lot of really good things for, um, while she was, um, president. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So, I found some fun facts on this episode, um, on IMDb this time. Um, Mm -hmm. There is, there were a few continent, like, like, filming, like, errors, you know, like, continuity stuff and the boom mics. But one that I thought was cool and different was um, Stan comes into the kitchen later, obviously, wearing Dorothy's pink robe. Mm -hmm. And you can see his chest. And there are no markings Mm -hmm. to show that he had scar, he had uh, surgery. Very interesting. Sam's yeah. grandpa had um, his heart operated on a couple years ago, and the scar is huge. Like, you can't see it now, but when he first had it, you could definitely yeah. see it. 
And I'm yeah. surprised he didn't even have, like, not even bandages on it or anything. Or even, like, marker. Yeah. Like, you know how doctors mark up your chest before they surgery yeah, it? For sure. <laughs> yeah. Before they cut. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe they don't um, do that for heart surgery, though, because I guess it's just a pretty standard Maybe they slice. just know. I haven't seen them do it on Grey's Anatomy, but, you know. Yeah. Is that one That's of the things pretty... that they cut for time? <clears throat> Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, the, um, the episode was titled, you know, The Sand Who Came to Dinner, but it's based on a play, The Man Who Came to Dinner, which I think was also a movie. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. I always love when they do that. Yeah. And apparently, I never knew anything like this. Um, this is the first of two episodes that ends with a character who is not one of the girls. Stan. Oh, interesting. I yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty interesting. I'm trying to think, does he have the last line? I can't remember. I just remember Dorothy speaking at the end, but hey, that's cool. Um, okay, well, do you want to get into On Golden Girls? No. All right. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> yes, I am ready. Okay. So, the episode begins um, in the evening time. And it's just Sophia. And I want to say this now. Sophia had a lot of really good lines in this episode. She did. She was so sassy. She was peak Sophia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Um, she's like kind of just milling about for a second, and the doorbell rings, and nobody can get the door. And no. she like they're like Sophia, can you get it? And she says, "Sure, why not? I'm over eighty. I've had plenty of chances to rest in my lifetime." <laughs> so they make her go and get up and get the door. And who is at the door? But Rob and Bob. Yes, two identical twins. Yeah. Um it's so interesting to see twins at that age. It is. It always makes me think of the girls and what they will be like. Like if they will be, you know, best friends like that or if, you know, well, how close Will they be, be matching like that? Yeah. Well, I just saw I think it was on TikTok a video of um Two sets of identical twins, two girls, and then two boys. They got married to each other, and they were living together. (gasps) Whoa. And they still matched every day. Whoa. That's a commitment right there. And they they were, like, planning to have kids at the same time as well. (gasps) Whoa. I wonder if they're, like, husbands are okay with that. The, yeah, they well, seem no, fine no, with it. No, not that. Um, I don't know why I said that, because they were twins, too. I wonder, like, if they really love each other. Well, yeah, I was wondering, like, if, I mean, in no judgment, like, do what you want. But, like, if, like, one, like, if one wife liked the other, I don't yeah. know. Like, if it was more of, like, a communal relationship versus, like... Monogamous. Well, that, or like if they just settled for them because they're like, oh, they're twins. Like that would be so awesome for us. Yeah, I don't know. I, it was I don't definitely know. very interesting. It definitely made me think about my girls and their future a lot. And I, um, Sam and I ran into a triplet yesterday and I talked to her about birthdays and how, because um, I'm really not self-conscious, but I'm really kind of aware of birthdays and I want the girls to feel like individuals, so... 
Yeah, for sure. I, I was I I like to get some ex, um others' experiences and what they liked and didn't like. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. Well, I like the twin jokes that they have in this episode. Oh like, my gosh, so good. When, um, like, because they're twin jokes, but also old people jokes. Yeah. Because Sophia's like, tell me, how many me do you see? Yeah. <laughs> like, she's seeing double. And when they say they're here for Blanche, she says, I guess she's back on her vitamins. Come on in. Oh I love gosh. that. That's, that's probably one of my favorite lines of hers yeah it's it's a good one um so blanche and dorothy are gonna double date with these twins Mm -hmm. and they come out and i don't i mean blanche had a cute pink outfit on but how about dorothy's outfit oh fabulous i love that big flower oh yes it was very large (laughs) it was quite large i don't know Um, it could be but I almost felt like they were um, coordinating in a way. Maybe like they her were. pink and her coral. It was like, I feel like it was almost there. I don't know if it was like exactly color coordinating because it was like hers was more coral yeah. and the flower was definitely more pink. But yeah, that's really know, funny. Close. Yeah. I kind of like the idea of thinking about them like being like, what if we like wear things to complement each other? Right. Right. That's cute. And it's funny, too, because, like, I love the way Dorothy stands. Like, she's always kind of, I don't know, she just stands so elegantly as she's meeting the men. And they talk about how, like, the men, um, neither Blanche or Dorothy knew that the boys were twins. Mm -hmm. And it's just funny because, um, I think it was Rob. He's like, Blanche, I told you we were exactly alike. She says, (laughs) Dorothy, you're going to be thanking me for years to come. Yes. So good. Uh, I know, I know, I know. Um, So the doorbell rings as they're about to go on their date. And who can it be except Stan? Mm. Stanley's born at. Gross. Yeah. Um, And I hate how he just shows up. He doesn't call ahead of time or anything. I know. And Dorothy Which mentions is, that. and I know. I just feel like that right there shows how much or how little Stan respects Dorothy. Yeah, he just expects her to drop everything. And I think everything, they try and paint the yeah. I think they try and paint the picture to think make us think like, oh, it must be really bad. He probably came over there. But he literally could have mm-hmm. just called. Yeah, and it's like, the evening time. Like he could have called beforehand. What, what kind of paperwork does he have to go through with her? Like, will stuff? Or, like... Yeah, maybe he's still tied to her somehow as, like, her executor maybe. of her state. Or, like, I don't right. I don't know. I don't right. want to say executor of her state. But maybe Ugh. he's tied to her in some way, like, legally. Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, besides their kids, she's all he really has. It's funny. It's interesting, though, now that he has two ex-wives, how he always goes back to Dorothy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate how he just guilts her into staying home from her date yes. by being like, I might not make it. It's just so manip- manipulative, this whole episode. He mm-hmm. really is. Um, But I love how this is, I mean, this part's not really important, but Dorothy, you know, decides she's going to cancel the date. And um, <laughs> Dorothy at first asked Rose to join the boy, like go on the date instead of her. Mm-hmm. But 
um, you know, Rose is to drive the bookmobile for the grief center, and she says, There's so many depressed people out there with nothing to read. Of course, when mm. I'm depressed, I can't read. I knit. Maybe I should drive a knit whipmobile. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you ruined I just, it. I ruined it. Maybe I should drive a knit mobile. Maybe you should I drive just like a that knit part. whipmobile. Yeah, so <laughs> I remember um, when I was like, I think this was probably like 12 years ago now. When I was really, when we were all really into Facebook and have Facebook statuses. Mm-hmm. I remember, I think this was my Facebook status. Oh, really? About, about the knitmobile. <laughs> That's hysterical. Yeah, I vividly remember that. And so Blanche decides to go on the date by herself with the two boys because it's strangely provocative. I love that. And I love the line where she says about it being tastefully done. Unless, of course, it was tastefully done. <laughs> so good. There's a lot of quotable moments in this episode. Uh, yes, there really are. Like, I think I've quoted like three things and it's. Oh, it's, yeah. It's so only good. the beginning. <laughs> Yeah. Um. So Stan and Dorothy are talking in the kitchen, and it's pretty much revealed as he's telling her that he has to have heart surgery, and he's like being. I mean, it's it's very um life altering news. Right. It's just interesting how in denial about it he is. He says like he always exercises and eats healthy, but Dorothy knows that's true. She sees right through him. Right. That's like me saying I exercise and eat healthy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but it's... So he I says... I feel like he's manipulating her. I do too, for sure. And I feel... I think this episode really shows, like, what big of a heart Dorothy has. Mm-hmm. Because Dorothy's very intelligent and... She still always gives Stan care. You know, she still cares about him. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure, you know, she had kids with him. She lived with him for 38 years. Like, that's a long time to be spending with one person. So, Uh of course, she's going to have that special connection. Yeah. It's true. And... At the end of the day, he is her kid's father, so she doesn't want her mm-hmm. kids to lose a father. Right. Side note, where were they for this? Mm. Mm. Being selfish. Um, yeah. But he, um, oh, I wanted to mention, he mentions that his, sur- he, he compares his surgery to being cut up like the locks platter at Wolfie's. <laughs> and I wanted to mention that this is the second mention of Wolfie's. Oh my gosh. Do you I remember, that. do you remember in the, um... <coughs> in the episode where Blanche goes to therapy and Sophia says, I'm only here for the lunch at Wolfie's. Uh, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But speaking of Sophia, she comes in and says, um, like she convinces Dorothy, we need to take care of him. He's still family. Mm -hmm. He could die. And I don't think Dorothy ever didn't want to take him in, but You know, they decide to do it. I almost feel like um, this is another Sophia moment where she's trying to put in a good word with the big man upstairs, you know? I thought the same thing. Like, how moral she was about funerals and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, And 
What's interesting is Dorothy always, especially in the very first episode with Stan, Dorothy always mentions, like, how terrible he is, rightfully so, and how awful he is and how he deserves nothing. And when he comes into the picture, she immediately kind of drops everything and takes care of him, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just interesting. It is. It is. Now, would you do the same thing? Oh, yeah, I'm sure I would. Yeah, I probably would, too. Yeah, I mean, it's the father of your children. Yeah. Who else does he have, really? Mm-hmm. For sure. And, I mean, it's a big, big surgery. Like, mm-hmm. he could not do that alone. No, no. Mm-mm. Um, side note, when I had my surgery, I was very into this season of the Golden Girls, and <laughs> I remember vividly watching this episode and being like, I just had surgery, like, stay! Oh my gosh, this is terrible. This is very fun. (laughs) Okay, so later, it's the night before surgery, and I love this scene when Rose and Blanche say goodbye to Stan. Yes, they just keep messing up and just mentioning just death things, like he's gonna die. Yeah. Tomorrow's the big day, are you excited? We just wanted to stop by and wish you luck in case we don't see you again. Before you leave. For the hospital. Not another world. (laughs) So good. Let's stand rest in peace. It's it's just, you know, all the good puns. It reminds me a lot, and maybe it's intentional, but it reminds me a lot of the episode where Dorothy has surgery. Yeah. Um, so this is a part that grinds my feminist gears. Um, Dorothy comes in. And starts to pack Stan for the hospital. I know. I was going to, I was exactly going to mention this because she literally is like, okay, well, we need to pack because you have to get, we have to go at 730. I was like, seriously, you're going to pack his bike too? I I know. I know. And maybe it's that like, you know, caretaker urge where she just has to take care of him. I don't know. It's just, ugh. I can't stand it. It's so frustrating. I guess I feel like it's more frustrating now because we know like what what scene's about to come when he like, you know, spills his guts out with all his affairs that he had. Sure. Yes. But still, it's like Dorothy, like he needs to take care of himself. Like he needs to do things for himself. You're not his mom. No, you're not his mom. (laughs) But like, really, though? Even as he's telling her, because at this part is when he confesses all these affairs that he had, even as he's confessing these affairs, she continues to pack for him. I know. What the heck? More aggressively. But she Mm -hmm. keeps throwing things into his bag. Like, I cannot believe that he does that. Like, he kind of pulls a... Remember, I feel like I'm, like, talking about a lot of past episodes right now, (laughs) but... Remember in the episode where um, they're on the beach and they think they're going to die, so they confess everything? Mm-hmm. He's having one of those moments because he's convinced yeah. that he's going to die. And yeah. he starts telling her, I think he confesses to three different affairs besides the one that broke up their marriage. Gosh, yeah. Now, and it's like, ugh. Would you... I, was, I had a question for this part. Would I forgive him? And, like, continue to take care of him after all the confessions? Yeah. I mean, at this point, she's locked in. Like, what can she do? Yeah. 
But like, what was his? I, I keep thinking like, what was his point in doing this? But I guess he I wanted to clear his conscience. Uh, that's what that's what my question was. Would you rather know all about all of those affairs, or mm-hmm. would you rather him or whoever you're with like just keep it to yourselves and just save your heart? I'd rather. I mean, like if they had already broken up, I kind of would want to know mm. just to have more ammo i guess yeah but i wouldn't want to know as i'm taking care of him you know what i mean yeah i, I wish she had I already know known. if i would uh, yeah i see that i don't know if i'd ever want to know that's almost yeah. like miranda in sex in the city the movie yeah yeah and i i i feel like i would just want to know i wouldn't not want to know but i understand why you wouldn't I mean, I guess she didn't want to know. Miranda didn't want to know because, you know, it almost broke up their marriage and they ended up staying together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because, like, I guess with Stan, it was good that Dorothy knew because it was more than one occasion with multiple women. I guess that I think I would want to know if it's like that. Mm-hmm. But if it's just one time and it was an accident and it's literally never going to happen again, I don't. I don't know if I would want to go through that heartbreak, you know? I would want to know. You would. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But I understand why someone wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am nosy. I would want to know. (laughs) I would want it all out in the open. Yeah. Maybe I'm just the kind of person where (sighs) I want to know until I know and then I don't want to know anymore. Yeah, yeah. But... I don't know. I mean, I also can't speak on that situation because I haven't gone through it. No. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) No, 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 no. And I know I haven't been through that situation, but I can tell you that I would not stay with him. Good. Me either. Okay, good. Cool, cool, cool. But again, then again, that's also hard to say. Like, not being in that situation because, like, I have kids. You have your pups. Like, breaking up the family. Yes. But it's like, I've heard from people, and also this is me coming from a place where I don't know as much about that, but I've heard from people whose parents stayed together for the kids Mm-hmm. And they wish their parents had broken up, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I've heard that, too. I just, I don't know. I guess you it's never know until you get into that situation. And it's very, not a, it's not very a black true. and white thing. It's literally a case by case and whatever very works true. for you and your family, you know? Yeah. And they have been together so long. Like, I understand. I'm not saying I don't understand. I'm just thinking about my own life. And my life is very different from Dorothy's. For sure. For sure. <clears throat> um, But... At the end of it all, Dorothy forgives him and she just Mm -hmm. throws his bag into his gut and feels a little better. Now, I wouldn't have forgiven him. No, me either. Even if he was going into surgery, I would not have forgiven him. Mm -mm. I wouldn't have been like, I don't forgive you. I hate you. I just would have just left and just kind of silently gone through this. Like, you know what I mean? But I mean, could that have like messed with his surgery? You know? I mean, my thing is, I. I don't think it would. Like, it is what it is. Like, I feel like he owes her that time to 
reflect and think about it and take her time in forgiving him. Like, she doesn't mm-hmm. owe him forgiveness. And I feel like that's how he's mm-hmm. treating it, you know? Yeah. He's kind of using this moment where they're both vulnerable. Yeah. To, like, take advantage of it and get her to say that she forgives him so he can get that off his conscience. Right. Conscience. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just don't, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. This really shows, like, how terrible Stan is. Uh, we already knew, yeah. but, like, we re- we're we seeing, like, we kind of talked about last week, we, we're we seeing Stan mm. in action this time. Yep. <laughs> so, um, we go to the hospital, and Dorothy is upset and scared, and she's surprised that she cares so much about Stan, but she's kind of realizing, like we talked about, you can't really turn your back on 38 years of marriage. Right. Um, she also, I thought this was interesting, but it totally makes sense. She can't help but think, like, if Stan died, she would think of herself as his widow. Yeah. Which I Yeah. Get. Yeah. I don't, when they have that conversation with Rose and Blanche, the, the conversation kind of breaks your heart. Like, that word mm-hmm. widow, that I feel like that's such a heavy word. Yeah, it's a it's a rough or title, word. I guess. Yeah, like once you're once it happens, you're a widow. Yeah. Mm. Like changing least... your Facebook status, relationship status, like they have that as an option. I feel they like do. that's so final, you know. That's what Rose says. She feels like it's final, but she doesn't. Well, she the word sounds final, but she doesn't think that it's. Fi- I, th- I liked that line where she said mm-hmm. she doesn't feel like it's final because she knows that she and Charlie will be together again. And was her husband alive at that time? Betty White's husband. I was thinking about that as I was watching this. I think he was gone because I just felt like she was so channeling her and. What's her husband's name? Alan? Alan. He died in 1981, so she probably was. She had to be channeling that feeling because you could just feel her vulnerability there. Yeah. And, ugh, yeah. And I guess her death being so raw right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could definitely feel it. Yeah. I definitely agree with you there. Mm Mm-hmm. And, of course, Blanche's widow story is really lighthearted. And it, yeah. the lesson ends up being that you can flirt while you're married. It's good for it's good for your body. Keeps your buttocks firm. Now, what do you think about that? Do you think it's okay to flirt? Um, I mean, I don't know. I never really thought about it because I'm not like a f- super flirty person. Um, I, mm, I don't know. I guess flirt for me. I guess it matters like what your intentions are with flirting. Mm, like, what yeah. do you get out of it? What do you get out of it that you? I don't know. I, I don't know. I I don't know if I'm comfortable with it. Yeah, but I don't I know. Think, honestly, it, like you said, it depends on like the intentions and where the circumstances. If, do, like, do you want it to go? Like, are you trying to get it to go somewhere? Or are they just harmless words for fun? Or yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's a weird. That's a weird like, one. I know I'm bringing up Sex in the City a lot tonight, but um, se- have you seen the second movie? No. Oh, okay. Well, there's this part where Charlotte keeps going. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's who you sound like. <laughs> I know, but like I have no idea. Like I don't know. 
(laughs) (laughs) Because I think about it. I'm thinking about it from my position. And I'm like trying to picture Sam flirting with somebody. Mm. And like, I can't do it. (laughs) I just can't. I just can't. And that's fine for you. I just can't. I can't picture yours doing it either. Like. No. Hey. He could barely flirt, flirt with me. Yeah. You're going to like. Put the... <laughs> anyway. Um, the doctor comes out and. You know, tells Dorothy stands fine. Like, woohoo. He's going to recover. And then Dorothy finds out that he's going to be in recovery for three months. And I'm sorry. <laughs> Didn't he have some pre-operative appointments that would, yes. you know, discuss this? And wouldn't they have had some pre-operative appointments, you know, to go over care and the what care. she's going to have to do? Yeah. Maybe they healthcare just now. wasn't like that back in the day. Maybe not. But I like, know they have that now, right? Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. I got I to pack it. You got to pack it? <laughs> Yeah, I got a folder and a packet with, like, step-by-step instructions of what to do before, the, like, the night before, the morning of, and no, a week but after even surgery. Like, I'm saying, like, even the caretaker, like, has to be there at these appointments. I mean, that makes sense for, um, like, ma- what surgery Stan is going through. Yeah, that's what I'm um, saying. I'm pretty yeah. sure. And like, Sam and now I'm thinking get... of like 600 pound life where they have yes. to bring the caretaker with them and they have to have a caretaker. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a big, you can't do it, especially a heart surgery. You can't do it without another person. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry. Oh I had gosh. to mention that. No, it's so true. <laughs> and like, how does she not know that? But also this could reflect more on Stan. Maybe he did have that stuff and maybe mm. he went to that meeting and that's where they said, you need somebody. And mm-hmm. that's when he maybe showed so. up at Dorothy's doorstep. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so after the commercial break, because this is where the commercial break happens, all that, mm-hmm. all of that, the surgery, priest, everything happens before the commercial break. And the news, like the, the shocking news is that he's going to have to stay with them for three months. Um, so it's been about two months. And everyone hates Stan being there. Yes, rightfully it's- so. Uh, obviously he's <laughs> awful he's so annoying but i love the part where he's like yeah i love basketball it's one of the interesting things about me is it really though <laughs> it's like wow so unique so interesting you like basketball mm. oh my gosh <laughs> and sophia's not having it um and then the bob rob plot comes back because oh. stan thinks that rob is bob and apparently, like, um, Bob, I mean, Rob is apparently the worst of the two. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And Stan tells him that. And he gets the twins wrong. And he insults uh. Rob. And Rob goes, Bob Blanche. <clears throat> and just leaves. And, like, I feel like Stan could have been like, oops, I meant Bob. Or I meant whichever yeah. one it was. They he were making said, a joke oh, just the whole time. Name. Right. Like, why couldn't they? Whatever. Yeah, I don't sure. like that part. Yeah, it's like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, it was easy to be like, Bob, Bob. Like, as they were doing the whole time. Side note. Right. There was a part where Rob and Bob were together. What do you think of mm-hmm. the joke where Bob, one of one of them messes up the Bob Rob, and it's the twins. They mess up their own names. I think they did that on purpose because they had, do- like, the girls had done it, like, right before. 
Yeah, did you think that was funny? I did, but the audience didn't laugh. Yeah, yeah, it was odd. I think it would have been funny if the audience laughed, but the audience didn't laugh. And I think that's yeah. why, like, people on that Facebook page were like, eh, Rob Bob, you know? Yeah, Rob Bob. They didn't get that laugh then. Yeah, I feel you. Um, so... Stan has ruined that. Mm-hmm. He's annoying Sophia. And now it's mm-hmm. his turn to annoy Rose because he broke mm-hmm. the ceremonial wedding plate. How could he have done this? He knows how important this plate is. I know. I know. <laughs> and <laughs> it's funny, though, because I vividly remember this scene as a kid, like watching this oh, and yeah. being like, what? What the heck is that? I know. I still don't get it. I know. That's the thing is, I'm an adult now, and I'm still like, what? Right? In the world? Is somebody, like, sitting on this plate? Like, what is happening? Like, where do you put the plate? Like, what? Like, is someone, like, does someone have an eye on the plate? And is, (laughs) like, do they leave, like, a, like, 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 I don't know. What is happening? Yeah. Why does Rose have the plate? Why doesn't the most recently married family member have the plate? Right. Oh, yeah. My niece is getting married in the spring. What's her husband going to (laughs) do? Is there a keeper of the plate? (laughs) (laughs) So many questions. Um, Mm -hmm. I I don't know. So Stan has effectively pissed off everybody in this house, Mm -hmm. except for Dorothy. I mean, I'm sure he has pissed off Dorothy. Oh, yeah. But he hasn't ruined her life in the way that he's ruined Blanche's and Rose's. Mm -hmm. Um, And I like how the girls... I mean, they're mean to Stan, but they, in, at the end of it, they talk to Dorothy and say, hey, like, we think he's taking advantage of you. Mm-hmm. They're not, like, mean about it, but they're pretty honest. No. Yeah. And I think, especially, like, coming from close friends, I think that's important to call out, hey, like, I think you're being taken advantage of. Like, look at X, Y, Z. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it's overstepping. No, I don't either. And honestly, I would want my friends to do the same thing for me like and Mm -hmm. i feel like like dorothy should have at the beginning like listen ladies like you need to like let me know like yeah you know not if i'm being taken advantage of but if like things are getting overstepped or whatever i am surprised that dorothy wasn't more wary in letting stan move in with them yeah and i agree with that and i i wonder I just always feel like Dorothy's a strong, level-headed person. But when it comes to Stan, Mm -hmm. she's not. She's not. She doesn't, I guess, see the red flags. And it doesn't make sense to me because I feel like Dorothy is so eye-opening and whatever. But the thing is, is that she doesn't. But she, she does see the red flags when he's not there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And she kind of does when he's there in a way. But that but doesn't I mean, mean like, she, like, doesn't do everything for him, you know? And he, I feel like he's so good at manipulating her because he knows her weaknesses. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, they've been together for whatever years and he knows how to, you know, weasel his way around her. Which yeah, is so yeah, disgusting. Yeah. I like that their advice is like if he gets too comfortable here he's never gonna want to leave even though i feel like they're already past that point Um, i think they're way past that point 
But Dorothy insists that he's not comfortable. And right after that, he he walks in. I think, I honestly think that part was just to set up him walking in in her bathrobe. Uh, Yeah, for sure. And pulling up a chair and eating some cheesecake. Oh my gosh, so gross. (laughs) I know. So, um, later, Stan, um, apparently had a relapse the mm-hmm. very day that he's cleared to move back to his home, but we all see through it. It's totally obvious. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and Rose and Blanche are openly pissed to Stan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Rightfully I love the so. part. I know, No, totally. And I love the part <laughs> where Blanche, I mean, uh, to Blanche, he says, Blanche, I sense some hostility. And she says, good, because I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> love that <laughs> and I like how Rose insults him in his own way and says pretty much like if the men in my ancestry were like you they'd be left out to die <laughs> yes I mean they have no cushion left in their words they are calling it as it is I know and I love that they can do that um, yes and Stan is so, you can see him being overly dramatic and overly tired when Dorothy's around. Yeah. And um, he's all weak and he's like, can you like, hand me the remote and um, um, yeah. make God, me some lunch. so manipulative. It is. And he leaves and, or she leaves and he starts pretending to play basketball, you know? And yeah. Dorothy walks in and sees him and she's just like, instantly she knows yeah all right you're faking and they have this talk where i like how she calls him out on his crap Mm -hmm. and she's like it's time that you leave yeah you can't run here every time you have a problem and i love how she tells him that she's not his mother yeah yeah i think that's that was really important for him to hear and i even more so i think it was more important for her to say yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was probably really cathartic for her. Mm-hmm. And I love the line where she says, it's time you grew up. Happy mm-hmm. birthday, Peter Pan. <laughs> Perfect. That's one of my favorite lines of this episode, and I knew it was coming. Yeah. Um, And that's how the episode ends. Yeah, I think I'm glad he's gone. <laughs> yeah, this was a very... Huh? I said I'm just glad she got to say her piece. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I love I I don't know. I I like how at the end of these episodes Dorothy gets to really give it to Stan. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I feel like this was one of the first episodes where we really truly see Stan. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a Sam's Stan's <laughs> true color episode. Yeah. Okay, um, do you want to, um, maybe, oh, wait, before I do, um, any stats, well, I'm, this is a stat, I want to share the stand by your man count, um, yes. I counted two, Rob and Bob. Good. Yeah. You feel like I should count both, right? Absolutely. Okay, just making sure. Um, cause I noticed both dates, like for the double date, she was on the date with Rob, and then when she brought Rob home with just Rob, it was Rob, not Bob. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure she dated and slept with Bob, too. Yeah. Okay, so that's two. 
Um, I guess it's time to share our ladies of the evening. I think you're first, right? Yeah, it's an odd episode, so I guess I'll do it first. Okay. Um, I want to pick... Mm, I'm between two. Three, two, one. I'm going to pick Dorothy. Okay. Yeah. I like how she had an open heart with Stan. Mm. She was pre- she was somewhat wary. Not as wary as we thought she would be. But I like mm-hmm. how she opened her home to Stan. I thought she did a good job taking care of him. And I thought as soon as she found out that he was faking his relapse, I like mm. how she immediately had an amazing talk with him and really gave yeah. it to him in a nice classy way. Yeah, for sure. So I'm going to pick Dorothy. That's a good one. Happy birthday, Peter Pan. <laughs> Who are you going to pick? I'm going to pick Blanche. Blanche. Um, just because I loved her, you know, relationship with the twins and how um, she was going to do it tastefully. And um, <laughs> she was still there for Dorothy. And, you know, I thought it was fun. Yeah, her, I appreciated her, her sass. Yeah, I think that was important in this episode. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't not like any of the girls in this episode. Yeah, for sure. Same. Now it was that very I good. think about it, though, um, Sophia wasn't really in it that much. No, but she, I almost picked her as my lady of the evening because every moment she had was mm. so good. You know? Yeah, that's true. Very true. What she did have was very strong. For sure. Um. Okay, so what would you rank this episode? Um, probably a seven. Okay. I would probably <clears throat> give it a, um, like eight and a half. Okay. I, like, sentimentally love this episode. It was on that same yeah. DVD of the first episodes that we watched. <laughs> like, I just, I really love it. It, I always rewatch it. It might be mm-hmm. one of my favorite Stan episodes. I mean, obviously, I don't like Stan. But I like, I don't mind Stan episodes because they really give it to him and we're not supposed yeah. to like him. So yeah. I'm a fan of it. I really do like it. It's not perfect. It's not the most exciting episode ever, but I really like it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. I well, didn't not girl. like it. It just wasn't my favorite thing ever. It was just an average, but still had really good lines. Yes, it's like you watch it and you're like, oh, this line is in this episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, this line is in this episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, well. exactly, exactly. Yeah. I saw most of the lines coming just because, like, I've watched it a lot pretty recently. Mm. Um, But, you know, gotta love it. <sighs> Next week? Mm. Next week. Do you? Oh, oh my gosh. I'm I'm just gonna say this before I even say what the episode is. I'm gonna pre-rank it a ten. Oh snap! Well, which Do one you know is what it? it is? No. Oh Jenna, it is season two, episode fourteen. The actor. Oh. The actor. This is a good one. The actor. Why aren't you reacting bigger? Because this is your episode. Do you not like this episode? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm sorry. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. We're allowed to have differing opinions. (laughs) It's fine. 
Oh my gosh, fine. I love this episode so I'm much. I'm so happy for you. This episode has no, I well, as of right now, it has no flaws. Wow. It's one of the first episodes where all the girls like one man. Yeah, that's the, true. The, the play, the, the, uh, the, Sophia works at the chow wagon. I think she works at the chow wagon. No, the pirates. She works at the pirate place. Um, Ma, is that a saber under your coat? Like, oh come gosh. on. Come on. I'm going to pre-rank I'm it sure. at 10. I'm so excited for you. But don't let my, don't no, let me I'm influence you. I'm going to pre-rank you. it an 8. Okay. Okay. Point 0.5. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so you feel like it's going to be at where this episode was? Yes. Well, for me. For me, I guess. Okay. I respect that. Um, I can't wait to get to the episodes, like, later on that are more your favorite where I'm like, mm. I know, I know. Because mm. this is, like, my, this is, oh, my gosh. This is your season. I know. This is my season. I love, see, see, I love season five. That's so funny. Season five it, is my, it's your season two. My season two. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. It's, okay. <laughs> so we, we'll just, we'll dive into some fun stuff next week. Yes, we will. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram at Shenanigans at Shady Pines. All one word. Until next time. Thank you for being a friend. So are you ready to get into Stand By Your Man? Oh, I'm an idiot. I know. I hate men. Right? Sorry. I'm going to cut that out. Yeah, you should. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um... <laughs>